Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Bulletin. 10.41 on the bulletin this morning and uh, we welcome in uh, one of our great regulars and uh, Andrew Gordy and if I said this to you Gord's over a beer at the pub the Warriors cannot possibly win the NRL this year what would you say? I'd say come on Smithy uh, get around them get around I think they can win the NRL this year I think they can I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be as strong as to say they will but they can because at the moment they're third on the NRL ladder and I'd be disappointed if they finish much lower than that and starting position going into the playoffs is obviously everything. And once you get into that playoff situation and, and you get through the first or well, the first couple of games, I suppose, of the playoffs, literally anything can happen then. Um, you know, you get a team on a good day, you get a team on a bad day, upsets happen. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not prepared to, to write them off. Like I say, will they win it? I'm not going to be go quite that far, but can they win it? Yeah, I think they can. OK, we thought perhaps that the Silver Ferns might be able to win uh, the World Championships, but they finished in the worst possible um, finish that they've had uh, in their history. Uh, is there an apathy to the Silver Ferns in netball? I mean, did they fly under the radar a wee bit because uh, the day that they uh, finished fourth, uh, the All Blacks World Cup team was named? I mean, um, did they get away with a wee bit? Where do they rank now, the Silver Ferns? Yeah, so, so the first thing I'd say, Smithy, is, and look, this is not being a smart-ass in hindsight, but my expectations for the, Sil for the Silver Ferns personally were pretty low going into that tournament. I, I didn't think they, I certainly didn't think they had what it takes to beat Australia on, on any given day, whether that was in a final, a semi-final, whatever. Um, I didn't think that they had what it takes to, to beat that team. And then obviously, you know, they, they came up against England. Um, and I think the results have kind of proven, really, that that, that was probably a, a fair um, sort of assessment heading into the tournament, you know. Um, they they really finished flat, didn't they? Um, there's no question about it. And, and to finish fourth is, is a massive disappointment. Like, I probably thought they would get to a semi-final, lose, and then probably win the bronze medal match. So it's, mm. it's a failure. There's no other way. You know, you can't sugarcoat it. It is a failure from this team. And I think now, really, the questions are around, well, was this team ever good enough in the first place to go to a World Cup and, and even, you know, have a hope, really, of defending their title? There was such a significant drop-off, I think, in, in the standard of, of player and, and, obviously, experience and whatnot right across the board. I mean, to lose players like Laura Langman, I mean, and, and others, you know, I could name others, obviously, but Laura is the standout one, isn't she? You know, she, she really drove that team to the last World title, and without her, it was going to be... Um, a huge gap to fill, but I think there's been a significant drop-off and, you know, quite understandably, there's questions now about whether the standard of competition that our players are exposed to week in, week out is strong enough, and you'd probably have to say the proof is there at this World Championships that the answer is no, because we're seeing other, other teams and other players, obviously, who are competing regularly, especially in that Australian competition, like, that's where the standard is now, and if we're not able to meet that, then this is only going to continue. We're going to fall further behind. So there's big questions now, I suppose, for, for Jenny Wiley, Nepal, New Zealand. They need to really 
consider what what's what's important now for netball in New Zealand and the Silver Ferns. And I think it's kind of disappointing actually that I, I mean Jenny Wiley I, I don't believe is available for interview uh, today um, as the team arrives home. I think you know Dame Nolene is is obviously um, not back as well. Uh, what's going on with her future? Like I still think Dame Nolene is a is a tremendous coach. And I'd be I'd be very disappointed, uh, and I think you know most netball fans would be disappointed if she was to step aside now, and at a time when you know New Zealand netball really needs her, and the Silver Ferns really need her to transition um, into the next sort of phase, I suppose, of, of whatever the squad's going to look like. But um, yeah, let's let's see where it pans out, I suppose. Okay, uh, Gortz, uh, we shall uh, absolutely wait and see where it pans out. But I think um, uh, they warrant uh, a real. Um, microscope because uh, up until now they certainly have been our most uh, high priced, high valued um, women's sporting team and I just wonder if they're in danger of slipping down the ranks there so uh, we'll wait and see. Yeah. Uh, the All Blacks now, you know um, uh, at the TAB are equal favourites to win the Rugby World Cup it's uh, to me, I find that just a little bit interesting it is a little bit interesting, isn't it? And I, I look, I didn't realise that until um, until Louis sent me <laughs> sent me the topics this morning for for this morning's chat. I, I was a little bit surprised to hear that, but then I suppose upon further reflection, I, I obviously went and had a look at the market. You know, France, France and New Zealand both three fifty. I think it's South Africa at five, Ireland five fifty. Now, to me, uh, to me, it kind of feels like Ireland might be the value play there. Maybe they're a little bit overs. Um, but I suppose if we're just talking about the All Blacks at the moment. You know, if, if I was to cast my mind back sort of six or 12 months, I'd be like, you are absolutely joking. Like, there's no way that that team deserves to be anywhere near favourites for this World Cup. But you just look at kind of what's happened in, in that time, I suppose, like after the loss to Ireland in that series. Um, they've obviously gone and beaten South Africa in South Africa. They've made an excellent start to the rugby championship. And maybe it is just that this All Blacks team is timing their run well. Now, Am I going to sit here, like, similar to our previous conversation, am I going to sit here and say that I think the All Blacks are going to win the World Cup? Absolutely not. Like, they have not given us anywhere near uh, the, le- the consistent level of performance required to convince us that, that this team deserves to be a favourite for the World Cup. What I probably would say, though, is that I think this is probably the most wide-open Rugby World Cup we have seen possibly even ever. Um, because literally, what, show me a team, name me a team that, that is absolutely standing out saying we deserve to be the favourites. And that's a combination of factors, I, I think, too, Smithy. Like, you know, you look at Ireland, obviously, they were tremendous against the All Blacks in New Zealand across a three-match series last, last year. But when it comes to World Cups, what have Ireland ever given us? Well, you know, tournament form counts, counts at this sort of time. And, um, and your, your, your history at a tournament, the mental aspect of it, is huge. And... That's probably why I think you probably frame you do frame the All Blacks as equal favourites for this World Cup because they know that there's the players there who have been there and done that and know how to get the job done. So we'll see. Right. Okay. If I said there's another one, we could have a beer and talk about. If I said to you, I, I said to you, uh, let's um, let, let's consider this for a second, will you, uh, Andrew Gordy? Um, a women's game of football involving the Matildas is going to rate higher than any NRL grand final, any AFL grand final. Um, and if you don't believe that, you better, because it has happened. Really? Really? And the numbers say it all. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? And I, and I think, actually, 
you know, for, for Australia, that is, that is enormous, right? And, and you know, we, we talk about the legacy of these, of these tournaments, right? Um, for, whether it's been New Zealand or Australia, obviously New Zealand's hosted, um, you know, or, or at least co-hosted uh, a few Women's World Cup events in recent years. I don't know that the Cricket World Cup, the Women's Cricket World Cup, would necessarily have the legacy that perhaps um, the sport might have hoped for. Um, but obviously the Women's Rugby World Cup was, was a tremendous success. It obviously helped that, you know, the Black Ferns um, won the tournament and that will have a lasting lasting impact, I'm sure. And I can see something similar happening for women's football in Australia. You know, they have one of the premier talents in, in world football in Sam Kerr and I'm, I'm delighted to see that she, you know, actually has managed to overcome a calf injury, which I, I think we all know calf injuries can be really niggly when it comes to, you know, picking them up, particularly during a tournament. Um, so she's done incredibly well to overcome that, but she is a, a megastar on and off the field. And I think for, for Australians, you know, young, young girls and boys uh, to, see, to see her out running around at a World Cup on home soil, like that will just have an enormous impact um, on the sports um, in, in Australia. And uh, part of me, to be honest, Smithy, is not particularly surprised to hear the sort of viewing numbers that they're getting. And they will only continue to rise as this tournament goes on. And like, I, I, don't, know if you, I don't know if you're going to ask me who I want to win the FIFA Women's World Cup now, but I I really don't see any reason why we shouldn't support Australia. I think it would be great to see that team do do well at this tournament. Um, And, you know, their rugby team is so bad that I'm willing to give them this one. Um, You know, let's... let's, I think Kiwi should probably get behind the Matildas and and, um, let's hope that they can get across the line. But, look, I mean, if we're looking for a favourite now, it's probably got to be England, I think. Um, You know, the European champions, it's it's probably theirs to lose from this point now that the USA are out. I think you're right, Gordz. Uh, I'm behind them. Um, I've got no reason to dislike uh, the Australian women's uh, football team. I have none. Uh, In fact, I think it would be a great result um, to take it away from the United States, to take it out of Europe. And um, Mm. it would just emphasise to me... Uh, the popularity, the global nature of, of how this has unfolded. Hey, Gorge, you have a terrific day. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Pleasure. Cheers, mate. No worries.